Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kulays. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I'm Gabriel Quiroga here in Madrid, Spain. And as we do every Friday, Mariano Guzman of Conexión Deportiva. And the ADN of Barca podcast joins me from Barcelona as we talk the latest about FC Barcelona and football from Spain. Mariana, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Hola, hola, Gabriel. How are you? I'm fine. I'm I'm happy because it's Friday. You know, it's been a, it's been a long week to it me. It has been a long week. Yeah, yeah. To you sure. either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a I had a rough couple days at work on Monday. It was very 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 busy, um, but I have some fantastic news to share. Uh, Tell me about it. Yesterday, I finally got my permanent residency to stay in Spain. Yesterday, Woo-hoo! so yeah, yeah yeah. So I'm congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So that took about nine years of my life to do all oh. this. Thing. Yeah. Now so, now you can live here forever, like without. Correct. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, and more, nice. more importantly, more importantly, uh, Mariana, I do not have to pay my quota autonomo anymore, because, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I basically get to say between four hundred, because basically the way it works here for people outside of Spain, we have a freelance uh, website or freelance visa, and you have to pay a monthly fee to for taxes, healthcare, and all this stuff. And so now that I have my new job, I can. Uh, have my company pay my taxes, so it's a huge, nice. huge, huge burden. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I you know it's one of those things, Mariana, where I was checking the website every morning to see yeah. what my status was. You know, <laughs> okay. And yesterday morning it said favorable, and I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's like one less thing to worry about now. So, so nice. I'm very excited. Well, that's a very, very, very huge news. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. And on top of that, we had Europa League. And I, this, this, you know, on top of being a long week, I think it's been a very good week of football, starting with yeah. the Champions League for teams from Spain. You know, Atleti advancing. We saw Villarreal advance against Juve. And obviously last night, FC Barcelona getting the victory in Turkey. Let's start with, the, obviously, uh, Barca last night beating Galatasaray 2-1. to Give me your first thoughts about the, the match last night. I was worried before the match because everybody was talking about the stadium being named the hell, the hell, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to go to hell. It's going to be complicated. And and I was like, OK, it's it's a huge deal, you know, because the stadium, the fans, it, they're important. And we already knew how Galatasaray started to play, you know, they're attacking they're like defending and 
before before Osasuna, before the match against Osasuna, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna I don't know. Se van a jugar la vida. You know, that's what I used to say. Like they're going yeah, to oh. I, I don't know, like they're gonna win. They're gonna play him. they're gonna play like their last match exactly. ever. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So but after the match against Osasuna at the Camp Nou, I was with a different feeling. You know, I was like, hmm, if they play like this, they can they can get the result, you know. And I think they did. At the very beginning, to me, it was like, hmm, this is the Barça against Galatasaray, not against Osasuna. So I was like, Ugh. I mean, Adama was like not at his best day. Everything was a little bit weird. But with Minas and with Pedri, that I cannot stop talking about Pedri. He is just so amazing. I mean, <laughs> it, it's incredible. After Pedri um, and after Aubameyang scores, it's like it's a whole new different Barcelona. So um, to me, at the end of the day, I think Barca is definitely back. I know there are a lot work to do still but but to me they, they they're back and that's why they they win last night because to me last night was one of those matches where barcelona where um Cuban's barcelona would have lost yeah you know so to me i i, I totally can see barcelona getting better and better by match how yeah, it's a good point. Well, I mean, this this is the topic that I've been talking about with our Patreon community and obviously on Twitter about this idea of the philosophy versus La Liga versus European Knights, right? Because it all started with the first time against Galatasaray with no goals, right? We saw Barcelona dominate possession, but not really have those spectacular chances. And also, as as I've always been pointing on these European Knights, just the urgency to get goals and to move, right? To me... The most important in this type of tournament is to just be dirty, right? You have to, <laughs> you have to just advance. As I just talked about, Atleti did it, yeah, in Manchester. Yeah. Villarreal did it in Turin. Like, it's not about how beautiful you play. That for me is La Liga, right? Like we saw in Osasuna, uh, we saw the the display of the possession, and Osasuna was overmatched, and they lost for nothing, right? We saw that. Mm -hmm. That to me, the style is for La Liga. But as we saw in this beginning of this match, I was nervous because when Galatasaray scored that first goal, I was like, oh, my God. And I even put it to the group. I said, does Barcelona want to street fight? Because that's what it became, right? Yeah. We saw very early there was going to be a lot of fouls. The referee was going to let it play. And that's what happens. When you play in different stadiums, uh, especially across Europe, where the rules are different, you have to adapt and make that and. You know, to my surprise, because at the beginning, I just didn't think Barcelona were going to be ready for this. But like you said, they came back, they scored two goals, obviously Pedri being the catalyst to most of the attack and the action last night. But I think that for me is the biggest takeaway, right? It wasn't the most beautiful game, even though they had more possession, but they were willing to fight. And I think that to me is the most important. Uh, again, I was watching a bunch of Europa League last night because the game finished so early. And mm -hmm. Mariana, like, it's going to be difficult to play against these other teams because these other teams, they don't care about style. Like, they just care about fighting and trying to advance because it's going to be ugly going forward. But, I, you know, let's take away the, the biggest thing. Obviously, it's Pedri last mm -hmm. night. But also, 
you know, I think it was Eric Garcia's one of his best nights as well. Definitely. I mean, he gets so he gets criticized so often, you know, it's <laughs> I know you criticize, but you're not the only one. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> because um, we of course he had made a lot of mistakes. It's that's a reality, but he had a good good night yesterday. And what you're talking about the other the other teams, I don't know, after after the last night match I felt different now I don't know if I'm getting like too excited but I think now Barcelona can properly win Europa League I don't know I don't know if you feel like that but now I I really think I really think they can to me now that's a real possibility I don't know if the hype <laughs> like oh I'm so excited But I, I think they they can. I mean, uh, I don't know. Do, do you think that way? Or do you agree with me? Or, or I'm, I'm getting way too excited. No, 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 no. Clearly. No, 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 you can't. I mean, you know, last night, like I told you, I was watching the multi-camera of the Europa League. So I got do to see like a snap. Do you like multi-camera? I love Because it. Because my love husband it. hated it. Sometimes, oh, no, 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 sometimes no. Sometimes I like watching multi-camera. It's like, how can you watch the game like that? It's like, no, no, no. I find it interesting, but he hated it. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially last night where I had no interest any other match, right? And I mm -hmm. want to see the different matches going at the same time. And so, and I also, you don't miss a goal, which is, which is great. But I was commenting with my friend last night and we just kept saying the term Europa League finishing. The amount of times that these teams had opportunities to score and could not score was incredible. Like every time they would always miss something. And to me, it's not wrong to believe the hype of Barcelona. Barcelona is definitely one of the most talented teams in this Europa League that's left today, which they have the drawing later today. My only concern, Mariana, as you know, even as it's difficult for us to record after these Thursday nights is traveling yeah. somewhere that doesn't have a main airport, you know? They're gonna have to play some team like maybe in Praga, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then coming back to play on a Sunday. That to me is going to be the biggest difficult. So how they handle that is going to be good. And especially it's good because there's an international break coming after the Classico on Sunday. So they're gonna have a bit of a break. But again, that's the thing that concerns me. It's not about the team right now, the talent. I think they can do it. It's just about the management of you know, going from a Thursday to a Sunday because that hasn't really happened before. Usually it's been Wednesday, which gives you another yeah. day. And we saw last night Xavi making those moves, taking out PK, for example, Frankie de Jong to manage those minutes. And, you know, obviously because of the match on Sunday night. So I don't think it's wrong to believe the hype. I think they're definitely one of the top, you know, after what I watched last night, Barca should be one of the, the top favorites in the Europa League. But again, like I said, It's this uh, the urgency of what's going to happen going forward and also just playing in these random <laughs> cities like Ghent yeah. and Praga and like cities <laughs> like that where it's going to be difficult to travel to for Barcelona. So let's let's talk about the main man, right? Uh, yeah, Senor Pedri, right? And again, I still can't get over that he is not even 20, 21 years old, you know, doing um. what he did last night. What What was for you last night kind of why... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Were you so excited about watching Pedri last night? What were some of the things that he did that stood out for you last night in Istanbul? I mean, of course, when you watch the highlights, everything is about the way he can, the way he scored, you know, but obviously I, that goal was amazing. I mean, the way he regateó to both, I mean, it was incredible. But not only that goal, you know, everything that he was doing, you know, the entire match, to me, in a way, he was a leader, you know, because, yes, Busquets is of course, really important. Busquets has been really important in the in the last matches, and and that's that's okay. But I see him like a young leader, you know. So to me, he was really important, and yes, he, he was like determinante for for the Barça game. So. I don't know, everything, everything. To me, Pedri was incredible. I mean, he is so mature for his age. I can I cannot believe it. And not only that he has this natural ability, but he plays like he's older, you know, because he knows he knows where to look, he knows where he needs to put the ball. So so to me it was a wonderful, a wonderful night. Um, some people were saying like, nah, the, the goal was, I don't know, like a messy goal. <laughs> and I was saying, I didn't ever, so like, when they say, when someone compares to Messi, I get a little, a little bit nervous, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I don't know, it makes me nervous. But um, in the, in this case, he, he really has a lot of Iniesta and people were talking about this, um, these similar things between him and Iniesta and even Xavi was like, oh, of course he remembers me to to Iniesta. So I'm a huge fan of Pedri. I've been yeah. a huge fan, but now it's like I can't believe this guy. Yeah, and I th I think last night you saw some of the leadership that mm -hmm. maybe he hadn't had, you know, before. Uh, last night he was definitely the leader of the midfield, he was definitely making sure that the midfield was doing what they needed to do, uh, passing-wise, defensively, like just putting people in positions, which I think is a huge step, especially of how young he is. But again, he is the most important midfielder, player, one of them. I mean, you could put Ansu Fati up there as well with Pedri, but, you know, if we see the last two years, Pedri's got more game time, so I would put him just a little notch higher in more importance because obviously the midfield gets the ball more and he just, you know, with all the games he's played. But again, last night was a game where, you know, the passing was not going to be as free-flowing and Pedri had to do what he had to do. He made great passes. He scored the goal, obviously. But also just his involvement that he was willing to get dirty as well, right? A couple of times he made some good slide tackles. He did not get... Uh, unfazed by the physicality of Galatasaray. I think they were like trying to pinpoint him. So I think that's a huge step for him. I mean, this is the thing is that he is going to get stronger, you know, so he's going to be able to get more experience about what to do. I think the last thing for me that I would really want to see him develop is shooting. I think obviously he scored the goal last night, but he had a couple opportunities last night and also against Galatasaray in the first leg 
of shooting from outside the box. And I think that is available for him. I think he needs to develop that a little bit. And I think I'm not looking for him to score, you know, 15 goals, nothing like this, Mariana. I, you know, but I think he can be dangerous enough to put it on target and have the goalkeeper make a save at least. I think those chances are available, especially the way Barcelona is playing. So, you know, again, I was over the moon last night just because of the way they responded off poor defending off a corner kick yet again. But the way they were able to, to, to come back and to equalize before halftime and then on top of that, you know, the second goal, I think, was a really nice goal in that it wasn't the prettiest goal, Mariana, but it was just a lot of effort and will to get the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, totally. I, I completely agree with you. And actually, I, I don't know if we talked about this the last episode, I don't remember, but Pedri is trying to earn more weight. Did, did we talk about this? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We yeah, did. so did. he's he's working hard. And actually, you can see a difference right now. He looks like more a little bit more with muscles, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's the beginning. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's going to come when he gets a little bit older too, you know, like when he becomes 23, 24, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, five years away, Mariana, you know, four years away, <laughs> you know. But yeah, he, I mean, obviously he's going to get stronger and stuff, but, I, you know, it's like one of those things, it's like I'm not looking for him to get Adama strong. He just needs to get, like, stronger in the legs to be able to withhold and use his back more on these, you know, these physical type of midfielders, you know, because... In the next round of Europa League and, you know, obviously in, in La Liga and so forth, these players are just older and more mature. So they're going to try to use their physicality against Pedri because Pedri is so good with his footwork, you know. So that's that's how you try to counteract someone that's that's swift. Next topic, Mariana. So Pedri, obviously for me, man of the match, he was the boss last night. Let's talk about the defense last night because I think the defense was much improved. There was only a couple moments at the beginning where I was nervous with Eric Garcia, mm-hmm. but I think like you said, it was one of his better matches. Do we are we are we feeling better about the defense now with the way they played last night and more recently I would say in the last three games, you know, obviously starting with yeah. Galatasaray and Lososuna and then this away match. Are you feeling more confident with the yeah. defense with with how they're lined up? Definitely, I think defen- the the defense has been improving. Definitely, I mean, uh, a few months ago, the defense was like uh, uh, we, we talk about it was the Barça drama, you know. <laughs> so definitely, I don't feel that way anymore. Um, it was really nice to see this match with Eric because. Well, he's the it's another option, you know. Of course, we all know about Araujo, who is doing this wonderful job. Piqué, I mean, still he was like celebrating 600 matches last Sunday on, with Osasuna, and he's still at his in a pretty good level, you know. So, so yes, I'm definitely feeling different about the defense. And well, Dani Alves can't play in Europa League, but we still can count on him on La Liga. So, so yes, it's a different feeling. It's incredible how you can feel so different about the the way a a team can play in two two to three months. You know, it's it's it to me it's been like in uh, an in really important improval. Yeah, and that's the thing is I think also the other thing too is you know. Uh, obviously, Serginho Dest getting injured last night was not the best thing. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully it's something not too 
to long term, you know, because he's been playing really much better under Xavi, understanding his role. I mean, last night he was he was playing really well, but that's a nice luxury to have to bring in Arahu because, you know, one of the things that Arahu is really, really good at is using his body. And there were so many times last night where that winger from Galatasaray was giving Sergio Dest a hard time, right, with, you know, trying to use his hands on his back and so forth. And as soon as Arahu came in, uh, that guy stopped doing that, you know, like he realized that he could not, he could not do that move anymore. And Arahu just stopped him, essentially. And that is, you know, one of the things that we are looking at, it's not about, Mariana, it's not about having two center backs that are going to play 60 matches, right? It's not about that. To me, the most important thing is to have, you know, three or four that you can count on, rotate, rest, and have confidence in all of them. And I think we are getting to that point a little bit at here because obviously PK with Eric Garcia, with Orahu, and then obviously Longled saw some time last night as well. So, you know, Chavi's doing a really good job of managing expectations, but also putting the players, especially the defense, in a better position. I mean, I still think there's issues, you know, like on Jordi Alba, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> you know, okay. there's still some issues here and there, but I think overall, you know, if we're, like you said, it's funny how things fluctuate from, mm-hmm. you know, two weeks to two weeks, you know. And unfortunately, we have an international break, which I'm not happy about because I think right now the way the team is playing right now, I think yeah. they need to play more games. And again, it's another break that's going to happen, you know, for till the end of April or the beginning of April, essentially. So I think the defense is trending up. All right, let's talk about your boy Jordi Alba. What is his deal? <laughs> what is his deal, man? He is, he is, he is, he is out else. of his mind. I mean, it's like you're too old for this. I mean, you're not a teenager. You're too old for this. I don't know. But you know what makes me laugh so bad? It's like (laughs) those memes like after what Turkey has done to you. you I don't know if you notice. I think, of course, you do do that. He had these um, implants. It's her implants. Yeah. You know? And, of course, Turkey is like the place where of course. men go to do those <laughs> implants. And people were like, you can't get mad. It's like you're not going to be able to go back to Turkey after that. It's like after everything that Turkey has done for you. I was just laughing out loud. But, yes, I mean, he is, like, too old for this. He's no longer this teenager or young boy. Come on, you're one of the captains. You can do that. So, to me, at the beginning, I I was on the WhatsApp group. I was like, well, he's just trying to lose some time. But then I was like, no, he's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, I mean, I I understand, right? We You talked about the beginning, the stadium. Obviously, you know, on Thursday morning, uh, some ultras of Galatasaray uh, lit some fireworks in front of the hotel yeah. to try to disturb Barcelona as they were sleeping. It's you know Istanbul is a tough place to play, right? I visited the city before. I can see why, right? They're, they're very passionate about this team, and obviously there's no room to throw projectiles from the stadium. But at, no. you know, one thing is to just go for safety, right? But the other thing is to like turn around and kick the ball. Like he yeah. just got a yellow you card can't for no do reason. That. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? Did he hit the guy? No, he didn't hit the guy. I understand no. that it could be frustrating. I get that. But again, if you're going to be one of the captains, I can't believe that. <laughs> one of the captains <laughs> of the team, you know? Uh, you know, remember last, you know, last Thursday, he was the captain against Galatasaray. And we were, t- we were talking about this idea of, of, wow, you know, Chavi 
using this match almost like an exhibition match, you know, the way he came with the, with the team. But I think, you know, overall, Mariana, I think we're really happy to see see the urgency to get the victory. And obviously, it just promotes even better feelings going into this Classico. So uh, do you have any final thoughts on last night's Europa League before we get into a little bit Classico talk? Um, no, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Um... I'm relieved now. People were like talking so much about El Clásico before this match. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wait, wait. Primero lo primero. First, yeah, yeah. think about Galatasaray. And then only after that match, after they win that match, we can talk about the Clásico. So um, I'm relieved. And now we can totally discuss the Clásico because now one second, it's one second, before, one second. Before we get into that really quick, I, that's a really interesting point because that was the talk here in Madrid was is Xavi going to go all for for Europe League or the Classico? And I said, why not both? I, I said, why yeah, would yeah, we have to choose one or the other, you know? Uh, so I'm glad, you know, obviously picking the lineup really quick. The teams that are left, you know, the draw is going to happen later today really quick. Atalanta, obviously from Italy, Barcelona, Braga from Portugal, Eintracht Frankfurt from Germany, Leipzig from Germany, Lyon from France, Rangers from Scotland, West Ham from England. So those are the teams left. You know, those are some pretty tough teams you know like leon i was watching them last night they're a tough team you know i'm i'm hoping for a braga i think that would be a nice <laughs> a nice team play uh anyone else is going to be pretty difficult atlanta you know the way they play frankfurt i saw them last night against betis they were tough leipzig as well the way they play so these are going to be some tough matches going forward obviously these are the last matches of the europa league so we'll see who barcelona play today as the drawing is at 1 30 i think local time here all right mariana you love it oh, i'm right. sure this is like the second favorite thing to the champions league theme oh, uh, is yeah. classico right El classico let me ask let me ask you this something else uh, does this Classico feel less dramatic? Is it the yeah. let me let me answer that again? Is it the least dramatic Classico that you can remember living here in Spain? No. Okay. No. Okay. No, no, because I mean, uh, I've been in Classicos with Messi. I mean, living mm -hmm. here in Spain, not in the stadium, but yeah, yeah, with yeah. Messi. Um, no, so so um, it's still less dramatic since okay. I don't know. Um, since a year, uh, a little bit more, you know, I, I can say. Um, and still, I'm like, oh, uh, it's, I mean, Clásico to me is like Borrón y Cuenta Nueva. And I was <laughs> saying, I was saying uh, yesterday that even if the winner doesn't win points, you know, uh -huh. The Clásico is still the most important match in La Liga. It's about... Of course, of course. It's about the honor of its team, you know. So um, I think that with these results, Barcelona is in a good mental place right now. You know, it's like they they feel that they're able to do a good match. I think now they they think they can win, and that's really important. But but on the other hand, I'm like <clears throat> I'm I'm nervous because it's in. El Bernabéu, uh -huh. and it's with obviously with your with your fans, and I'll, and Real Madrid is also like really secure about himself. You know, it's like they win at PSG, they they are in La Liga, they're at this top. So it's like 
emotionally, like mentally, Real Madrid is in a really, really good place right now. So it's going to be hard and it's going to be interesting. And I really can't wait because I think we're going to leave it like extremely excited. Yes, I agree. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I will never stop loving the Classico, obviously. I just mm -hmm. think, yes, I think it has lost. I think to me, this is the least dramatic one because of two reasons. I'll give you two reasons. Uh, there's no superstars, uh, quote unquote. There's, it's the first one here that I've been without Messi or Ronaldo. So that's the first one, uh, like in this idea. And also just the points disparity. I know they played the classical earlier this season without Messi, but I'm just saying like mm -hmm. this one feels less dramatic because of the situation of the teams. You know, I think, like you said, Real Madrid is very secure in themselves of what they do well, uh, defend and counter. They are leading the table by a lot of double-digit points, so they are very comfortable. They could take a loss here and not really worry about it, and Barcelona still have to be almost perfect for the rest of the season to even come close to, to, to catching Real Madrid. So, yes, I think Barcelona are in a really good mental space. I think especially the way they've been playing La Liga has been pretty awesome in the last couple of weeks. And more importantly, I think just getting this victory away at Istanbul is going to help them prepare for the Bernabeu. Because, like you said, Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. The Bernabeu is still under construction, so it's not at a full mm -hmm. uh, capacity. But also, mm -hmm. like, the Madrid fans don't even compare to the Galatasaray fans, what they were doing yesterday. Like, oh, the no, game course. and stuff, and the, and the Bengalas and all that kind of stuff. But again, I, is, there, is there something you're going to be watching in this matchup, uh, Classico, obviously without uh, Messi again, but also just do you think, you know, with Xavi at the helm as opposed to Kuhn, oh my God, I can't believe we had Kuhn at the beginning of the season. It's just like, <laughs> it just seems like so long ago. Yeah. But do you think like, you know, what is the matchup or the thing that you'll be watching for this Classico to see maybe how Barcelona have evolved even further totally. uh, in the past month? What are, what are you going to be watching? I mean, totally. It's like the the Xavi effect, you know. I know in Madrid, press are really like all they're like joking. I don't know if the joke is. It's like a little bit of sarcasm. I don't know when when in Madrid talk about the Xavi effect, and I think that this is a perfect opportunity so that he can, so that the team can. Um, Demostrar, you know, like, okay, this is what we can do. So, uh, so yes, I, I'm really excited to see like Xavi in Bernabeu, uh, how he's gonna be. I mean, uh, knowing that the way that Xavi has been working, I think they're gonna be like at the hotel even before, you know, I, I'm, I'm imagining like some dynamic, like really intense because I think he want, he's going to do a lot to, to the players to be really focused. So in particular, like I'm not expecting like a, a single thing. I, I want to see Pedri. I want to see the way, um, the the attacking is gonna be but i'm just like waiting for the whole classical experience you know i i, I don't know if you're looking anything in particular or or 
expecting? What are you expecting? Tell me about it. Tell us about it. I'm not. I'm not expecting. I'm looking at one thing. I'm going to look at how Xavi addresses the Vinicius Benzema quadri problem on the left side, mm. especially if Dest is injured. I want to see. I want to see some sort of adaptation to try to take Vinicius out of the match. I think if you can't take Vinicius or limit yeah. what he does, I think that really ultimately hurts their attack because then all of a sudden they can't just give the ball to the corner and then just run, right? I think if you – it's almost one of those things in, in basketball and the same thing, like you can try to take a player out with two players, you know. Uh, maybe that's something they have to do because I think – there isn't much disparity around the other parts of the field, you know. The midfield, sure, you could say Modric is probably the best midfielder out there right now. If you're comparing the two, and then maybe Pedri after that. Cruz isn't playing that well right now. He's still kind of coming back from injury. Casemiro, you know, my thoughts on him, I, I do not like him at all. Um, mm -hmm. But again, on the defense, I don't think, you know, I would say maybe Alaba is probably the best defender on the field if you're looking at both teams. But I think it's pretty even, except for the Benzema, Vinicius team, Upwork. You know, I mean, just look at the output they've done this season. So I think that, to me, is going to be the most interesting thing of how they limit the amount of counterattacks and the link-ups between Vinicius and Benzema, because that's ultimately what hurt Barcelona in the first match of this season, uh, was letting Vinicius too loose, you know, uh, letting him too many opportunities down that side. So I think that's the first thing. Second thing is uh, what I'm going to be looking for is just taking this attitude of urgency and just trying to take the fight to Madrid. I really want to see that because in the first matchup, I think, Barcelona kind of didn't really show up and didn't really have the fight after Madrid scored the first goal. So those are the two things I'm looking for. I think it's going to be a tough match, uh, obviously, for both teams. And I can see it being a tie. But if we get a tie at the Bernabeu the way we've been playing, I think I'm okay with that. Obviously, I want the win, but I think I would be okay with a tie, especially... Just I keep looking back. I mean, just think about where we were in December. And if I were to say to you, you know, they're advancing in the Europa League one night in Istanbul and then getting a tie in the Bernabeu against league leaders, hmm. I think you would be pretty, pretty excited about that. So uh, any other things with the Classico? I mean, where are you going to be doing with the Classico? Where are you watching it? Tell me a little bit about your viewing experience um, for Sunday. I, yes, I think I'm going to go over to a friend's house to see to see the match. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to try to be like really on Twitter and, you know, like really getting, reading the community. I, I think I'm going to be at Twitter Spaces. Maybe we can do some Twitter Spaces one day. We haven't done that. We want to do Twitter Spaces. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just came up with the idea. I don't know. Uh, no, that's fine. I mean, we can do it. Twitter. I mean, I, I don't know if we could do it over this weekend just because I'm actually going to be watching the match at a friend's house too. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be done. Also, I have to run home to record the podcast because, yeah, you know, yeah. it's going to be a late night on Sunday because, uh, for example, the match ends around here 11 o'clock at night. I'm going to record probably 1130 with Craig. Craig's going to be joining me, so that'll be good. Nice. Um, we're going to talk about that. So, uh, yeah, uh, we can do it for another – we can do it for the Europa League, uh, the away league, you know, when you're not doing the Kronika okay. or something nice. like that. We can definitely do it. Uh, nice, I think nice. it's a, you know, it's always a good way. I always get invited to these Twitter spaces from other creators and so forth. Um but sometimes I'm just too tired to talk, you know. I can only talk so much, Mariana. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I never get tired of talking. I don't I don't I don't understand it. I mean, I can talk for hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so we can ask- do that. So we can do that. <laughs> so let me ask you this for Sunday. Mm-hmm. You said you're going to a friend's house. Um, yeah. Do you think people in Barcelona are going to be how do you think the, the city is going to be feeling? Are they feeling excited? Are they feeling, you know, uh, you know, it's hard to gauge the city when when the classic goes on the other side, right? Yeah, Because, totally. like, for example, like, I can already see, I was already seeing yesterday, um, you know, bars having the, the uh, what's it called, the the sandwich boards, you know, like the chalk in front saying, you know, come yeah, reserve yeah. table. So, like, I can, yeah, exactly. So you can already start to feel that, like, people are getting ready. And I love it, you know, Mariana, when it's a... Sunday night match because it just feels super important when it's at uh, nine o'clock at night. We have the the A crew commentating, so everyone's going to be up for it. Any other final thoughts for the Classico that you are looking for or? Um, I mean, people were about? yeah. Well, people were really talking on social media about the fact that Madrid is going to wear this black um, uh, uniform. Yeah, with, with Adidas, this special collaboration and. Barça is going to be yellow with señera colors, you know, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. the the colors of the Catalonia flag. So it's of course. it's important for for Barcelona, but it's weird, you know. I mean, I, I would say that I don't I don't really get too much attention to those things. Like people were like, so I cannot believe it that we're gonna play with their different <laughs> colors. Like, okay, it's weird. I understand, but it's it's okay, you know. It, it's okay. I mean, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't invo- I don't uh, to me it's not a problem. Yeah, me neither, me neither, me neither. Yeah. I'm again, I'm excited for the Classico and I have one last thing to talk about before we go really quick. You know, obviously we saw that the Spotify got the new deal. So, yeah. how are people thinking about the Spotify naming the new stadium? Are people I wouldn't say upset, are they like kind of like weirded out by it because like for me it's not a big deal. Like it's this is the sign of the times. Like this is totally. what's been happening in the U.S. for such a long time. So to see Spotify Camp No, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, I think they should have done it a long time ago because it's free, easy money, you know. And yeah. most importantly, Mariana, the Femini get this money as well. And so I think that's a huge win on both ends. You know, it's not just the men, right? Like, you know, before where it was just the Stanley on the women's shirt. And, you know, now the Spotify goes to is going to give portions to the Femini, which I think is a massive Improvement, obviously, the Femini winning the title again. I mean, they're incredible. Obviously, yeah. When's the match? The match is coming up. No, the the the. Yes, in two weeks. Two weeks. Yes, no? in two weeks. And um, yes, on Wednesday. But the time in Madrid is at nine p.m. Here is at mm. six forty-five. So that's, that's that ruined everything to me because. Yeah. Yeah. It's Why not. do they do that? That's so. I, I don't get it. Ugh. I don't get it. You know. And uh, now, actually, FC Barcelona Feminine now in today on this Friday, they're selling tickets. They are now they have like eight thousand tickets to sell. Yeah. So um, I was like, I'm gonna go because you know I don't get the information about my credential just sure. the day before, and I was like, I want to go. But when I saw the time, it's like, well, I'm not gonna be able to go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad. It sucks because 6:45 is the absolute worst. Like yesterday's match in Galatasaray was was such a bad time. I had to yeah. finish work and I had it in the background and I couldn't really focus until I was finished with work. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's 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 one of those things. I mean, it's it's a luxury that Barcelona are a top tier team and they usually don't have this issue. But it is a pain in the butt. But anyway, I just thought we should just mention the Spotify thing because obviously that's for money. That's going to happen along with the CVC fund that hopefully they sign soon. 
Um, Mariana, I think that's it. Oh, last th last thing, really quick, quick qu yeah. quick question. Do you think Barcelona should bring back Iñaki Pena next season? Oh, definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> definitely. I, I was just curious. I was curious. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, yeah, this, this is the thing. Uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, what I've seen from Pena in these two matches in Galatasaray, like, you can see just, like, the age difference between the mm -hmm. two goalkeepers and also just, like, the reflexibility. I don't know if that's really a word. Like, the way both <laughs> keepers are just, you know, the way they are... Like, for example, in Yaki Pena, you could tell he's young, right? Because the way he's like yeah. a cat going all over the, the place. So, yeah, maybe not this season, maybe one more season. I don't know. It's going to be difficult. I mean, it's going to be something that Xavi really needs to evaluate because I think Pena really showed us some stuff in these last two matches to say, look, totally. I I'm totally. ready to come back. I'm ready to come back. Even though I love uh, Turkish food and Turkish delights, I'm ready, I'm ready to come back. <laughs> I'm ready to come back. Well, Mariana, uh, have a good weekend. Good talking as always. Uh, I know we'll be talking through WhatsApp with our group and so forth, but yes. uh, go Barca, yeah? Yeah, adieu, bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.